All right, well, this morning I believe the Lord has given me a, a word that we can really take and put into our daily lives because it, it's a constant thing that we all face, and that's temptation and our response to it. Now, this is going to be a preface uh, to Pastor Dustin's uh, messages on, on Mark. Uh, on the temptation of Jesus. And the foundation of, of so much of our response and what's available to us uh, from the Lord is based upon our Lord Jesus and Him going through every temptation that we go through. Um, so we're going to start. I'm going to give you uh, four scriptures. We're going to read it. I'm going to read them to you. And, uh, and then we're going to use two songs as springboards into uh, scriptures that support our approach and response to temptation. And so I've sent those songs to your uh, electronic devices. And uh, if you are a techie or a techie wannabe uh there's some some uh, some instructions there that from Stephanie to help you get on your electronic device and pull up the actual notes for the song and then add to the notes. Um, I I couldn't begin to explain how to do that, but uh, feel free to just run over and talk to Stephanie real quick as we get started. And also, there's actually written notes if you need one. If you haven't received a written note, it's the same as you got on your electronic device. But in case you don't have your electronic device, you can uh, get a, a copy of those notes. Just raise your hand and we'll get them to you if you need one. Jenny in the back row. Need one? Derek? Okay. And one more up here. Very good. Okay. And anyone who stumbles in, Joe, to the service... Uh, Make sure they have the have that. Okay. Before we read the scriptures, as you're getting your electronic device uh, tuned up or whatever you do to it, um, some observations on the Olympics. Uh, how many have watched some of the Olympics, either on a newscast or actually tuning in? All right, I think I've never seen so many uh, mistakes and falls and crashes and that kind of stuff uh, reported on because a lot of them are live and, of course, they make news. And you know what I've come away from from watching some of those is uh, in the cases where the guy's not passed out... (laughs) You know, how many saw the ice, uh, the ice dancer, ice skater get up? He was holding his ribs, and he, the crowd cheered him on, and he, he went for it and finished it. And uh, so many of them tried to finish and, you know, didn't let a fall take him out. And that's a lot like temptation. That's a like, lot like what we go through. And what that spoke to me was, Even the best fall. You know that? Even the best make mistakes. Even the best. I mean, these folks are the best in the world. And uh, I'm glad they showed all that stuff because it it encourages me. And and that's the Word of God, that when we fall, you know, it's not over. Uh, God is there. In fact, it says in Psalm 37, He holds our hand. Okay, we're going to look at these first four scriptures, which is Hebrews 4, 15 and 16, 1 Corinthians 10, 13, 2 Peter 2, 9, and then Hebrews again, 2, 17 through 18. So I'll start with Hebrews 4, 15 and 16. I don't think these are on any notes or PowerPoints or anything. I just want to read these. And you listen and hear about 
our high priest and temptation and our God who's faithful and how he delivers us out of temptation. Hebrews 4:15 through 16. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. You know, the psalm says he knows our frame, that we are but dust. There's a lot of encouragement in that. He knows our weaknesses. But we have a high priest who has been tempted in all things as we are. So he knows about every temptation we will face and the essence of those temptations. He knows about them. And uh, he wants to help us through temptation uh, to come out victorious. 1 Corinthians 10.13 says that God is faithful. There's a, there's a rock, there's a foundation scripture. God is faithful He will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will provide the way of escape also that you may be able to endure it. doesn't say he'll necessarily take away what you're going through. In fact, it doesn't say that. It says that you'll be able to endure the temptation and the implication is to come out on the other side successful in him. And then 2 Peter 2, verse 9. The Lord knows how to deliver or rescue the godly ones out of temptation. And then lastly, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 17 and 18. Therefore, Jesus had to be made like his brethren, like us, in all things, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in all things pertaining to God to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For since he himself was tempted in that which he suffered, he is able to come to the aid of those who are tempted. These are foundation truths to build your life upon and to remember when you're going through a temptation. So, the uh, first song is uh, You Never Fail. It's on the Glorious Ruins DVD of Hill Songs. And the words are, When waters rise all around me. Now, waters, I believe, are referring to problems, circumstances that, are, that we have no control over that are rising all around us. And uh, the question is, what are the rising waters that are all around in your life right now? What are the rising waters? Now, the waters can be mixed. In other words, there might be a little water, but something that we do with that little water changes the water level and makes it worse. I'm going to talk about that. But be sure to write that question down. What waters are rising around you in your life? Many times waters are the results, uh, a combined results of the problems and circumstances along with what we add to the problem. We add speculations, projections, Doubtful reasonings, wrong assumptions, and then these give the appearance of rising waters, some of which are not there in the in the real in the true reality of it. And then those things lead to what I call strong negative emotions, fears. We speculate, we put assumptions that are wrong out there, we have faithless reasonings that don't take God and His Word into account. We have projections of what's going to happen, and all of a sudden, fear comes upon us. 
and we begin to have fear and dread and depression and discouragement and hopelessness. And as Mammy Blackburn used to say when I'd ask her how she's doing, years ago before she passed and went to be with the Lord, she'd say, Pastor, I'm feeling poorly. (laughs) Remember that? And of course she meant that she was having physical problems. She felt like she was smothering and she'd say, I feel like I'm smothering. And, uh, (laughs) And she had a hard time breathing. But we can feel emotionally like we're smothering, like we're feeling poorly. And uh, we've got we've to we've get our heads up and see what's happening here. Because this is a, a temptation that we all face. We hear news or something happens or someone does something. Uh, we, maybe it's offensive to us. Uh, maybe it's not offensive to us, but they've done something and we project a chain of events. You know, uh, when, when your son was, was over in the Middle East, you know, you hear, oh, there's this problem in this place. Pretty soon you begin to have fear and, and, and worry and things start consuming you. Uh, or you hear a rumor or you hear some gossip or you hear somebody say something and then all of a sudden you know you're just overwhelmed and then for me it happens um, at 4 30 I usually I get up and go to the restroom at 4 30 in the morning and uh, then I go back to bed and I put my head on the pillow and then all of a sudden oh man I'm I'm 67 years old what is going to happen with this? And what is going to happen with that? And how am I going to do this? And how am I going to do that? And, you know, and then people are dying. You know, it's like Carol Gray went to be with the Lord. My goodness, that I wasn't ready for that this past couple of weeks. I just found out about it two days ago and went to the memorial yesterday at Rock Church. And spoke on behalf of the pastors and the chaplains in the city. Uh, and there was a big crowd there and it was wonderful. But you know what? Oh, it just hurts to see. She was a prayer warrior for this city. She, would, she and her sister would go around the block of Lewis Street and pray for this congregation for 25, 30 years. And... Um, before it was Christ Church even. You know, so we really... Those things uh, those things can haunt us. Especially if you're older. Because you're not too far behind. I mean, she's a year older than I am. And... Uh, but it doesn't have to be an age thing. I mean, temptation in this area happens to everybody. A young person. Uh, speculation. Uh, this and that. Uh, I'd, I'd name some, but I don't want to. I don't want to um, put things in your mind. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Wrong assumptions come, and doubtful reasonings, and these produce the negative, strong emotions: depression, dread, fear. Now, when you start smelling that stuff, you've got to you've got to wake up and say, "This is not you, Lord." Help. I need your help. You need to cry out to God. You need to go back to the Word. What does God's Word say about you, about your destiny, about Him, about His presence in your life? All that stuff. Now, the next line in the song, the first line we read was, When waters rise all around me. We've talked about the waters. And, uh, of course... The next one goes, when mountains stand in the path I see. Now again, we're talking about impossible situations, big obstacles that you know you're not strong enough to get through or over or around. Things look hopeless. Uh, And by the way, a, a real important scripture to lay hold of is one we all know 
but we all have the hardest time practicing it. How many know Philippians 4? Be anxious about nothing. How many know that scripture? I mean, we know it in here. How many have a hard time practicing that scripture? Be anxious about nothing. But in all things, through prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known. Come on, come on, tell me what scripture is. Let your requests be made known. And the peace of God that passes all understanding, transcends all understanding, will... There you go. Now, when you're being tempted with that stuff, you've got to go there. You've got to go there and, and do what it says. You see, as you do what you know, and this reminds me of something that Yvonne told me that was said on the, the interview of an Olympic uh, guy. And he was saying how, man, the pressure out there. It's like, it is just so thick. And talk about obstacles and mountains and strong emotions and all that. But this, this guy said, at, at that time when, when all this is so thick, this pressure to perform, pressure not to fall, and pressure to represent your country well and all those things. Uh, he said, you got to go back to the basics. Got to go back to the training. Go back to the basics. Go back to the training. And we need to be trained in these basics that we're going over today. And I hope this will be a, a rich blessing for you and help you to remind you and to talk it through a little bit here. Okay, uh, same question, what mountains are standing in your path? What waters are rising up in your life? Discern which waters are real, which waters are speculation and strong emotion and all that. Next question, what mountains are standing in your path? And the key here, I believe, I've put it in, uh, I hope it came out on the notes there. I tried to put that in. Bold black. Did it come out? Uh, when mountains stand in the path, I see. Bold black, underlined, I see. The path, I see. Now, you, as a Christian, we've got to always come back to, there's, there's this reality that we see with our natural eye, but it's got to be mixed with true reality of God's perspective on the whole deal. And, uh, and that's the key. In those times when we see the mountains and when we feel the strong negative emotions, we've got to do what the next two lines say. I look to love that's unfailing. And let's read it together. I look to love that's unfailing and I look to grace. That is all I need. Psalm 121.1 Psalm 121 I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. From whence, from there comes my help. The maker of heaven and earth. We've got to lift up our eyes. We've got to lift up our eyes. As we look to God's word, as we look to God, the unseen realm we get the true perspective. The truth of His Word and His presence changes us, helps us, strengthens us, prepares us to go ahead. For the Scripture says in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, we walk by faith and not by sight, meaning the natural, what we see with our eyes, what we feel with our emotions, what we think with our reason without the integrated Word of God and presence of God and truths of God. So Psalm 34, 18 encourages us. It says that He's near 
to the broken. Because so many of these situations leave us broken, overwhelmed, downtrodden. And it says in Psalm 34:18, he's near to the broken hearted and he saves those who are crushed. Matthew 11:28, make it come to your heart and mind. Go back to your training. This is training scripture. Come unto me, all you who are weary of those strong negative emotions. You're weary of the speculation and the false assumptions and the projections and all that stuff. Come unto me all you who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest. Back to your rest. You see, we can't just go by what we see with our natural eye. Bill Johnson in his book, Strengthen Yourself in the Lord, says this, I have purposed to try to live in such a way that nothing in my life ever gets bigger than my consciousness of God's presence and my remembering God's word. Remember the basics. Go back to those basics. Go back to your foundation. Now, we used to sing a song, so some of you will be echoing this song as I lead it. Please. (laughs) And it says it so well. Don't you love songs that say it so well? Sometimes the enemy surrounds me like a flood. He tries to make me doubt there's any power in the blood. All my courage disappears. I need to realize that everything looks different when I'm looking in your eyes. Yes, Lord. Open my eyes, Lord, that I might see. Come on, what are we going to see? Heaven's great army fighting for me. That's right. Open my eyes as I press toward the prize of the high call of God in Jesus Give me vision from above, not a sea beyond this moment. For with vision from above, I can see right through this mountain. And with vision from above, live a life of purpose. Give me vision. From above. Try it once more. Let the words just burn in your heart because they're so, they're true. They're true. And it does happen. Sometimes the enemy surrounds me like a flood, tries to make me doubt there's any power in the blood. When all my courage disappears, I need to realize, get it in your mind, get it in your heart, that everything looks different when I'm looking through God's eyes. Open my eyes, Lord, that I might see. Come on, make it a cry. Let's sing it again. Now open. Open my eyes, Lord, that I might see. We're going to see it. Heaven's great army fighting for me. Open my eyes, 
as I press toward the prize of the high call of God in Jesus Christ. Give me vision from above to see beyond this moment. For with vision from above I can see right through this mountain and with vision from above I will live life of purpose. Give me vision from above. Oh, give me vision from above. Amen. Isn't that a great one? Doesn't that remind you of what you should be reminded of? My goodness. Love that song. It wasn't even on the, the, the whatever database, I guess. We had to really, really uh, work on that to get that in there. <laughs> Thank you, Stephanie. Yep, without you, we couldn't do half the things we do. Okay, now the, what's called the pre-chorus is next in this song. Remember we just said we... I look to love that's unfailing. I love to look to grace. That is all I need. And uh, now the pre-chorus goes, makes the the um, uh, makes a declaration. Oh, and by the way, the first part of this is kind of a testimony. It's like things are happening to me when waters rise all around me. You're maybe singing it to yourself or to others, or as the congregation. Uh, And uh, when mountains stand in the path I see, here's what I do, I look, I look. I don't just look here, but I look this way. Look to love that's unfailing. I look to grace that is all I need. Now, it all changes. Now, it's it's an admonition to ourself. It's a remembrance, bringing back to our remembrance to ourself. It's saying, come on, self, call. You know the word, call on the name of the Lord. Acts chapter 2, verse 21. Call upon the name of the Lord and be saved. Jesus Christ, the only name that saves. Oh, I love that. And then it goes into the chorus. And then it's, uh, it's also changing now. Now it's singing. Starts out this way, admonishing, reminding ourselves, admonishing one another. And then it goes suddenly in the middle of the chorus, upward focused. It says, for there is no one like our God. Come on, this is a declaration of one another. There's no one like our God. Now it's upward. There's nothing that can stand against you. Aha! We've connected. You see the progression? We've reminded, we've admonished, we've declared. What does that do? That connects us relationally with His presence and His Word. And so... There's nothing that can stand against you, God. There's no stronghold that you can't break. Now, many times we're thinking the stronghold is out there. But you know what? Sometimes the stronghold is in here. Sometimes we create the stronghold of the speculation and the doubt and the projections and the strong emotion that it comes that becomes a stronghold and you know what i love that this song is this way it doesn't say there's nothing that can stand against you guys because sometimes we guys need to be a big encounter with the truth and we need adjustment we need we need help There's nothing that can stand against you, God. There's no stronghold that you can't break, including any stronghold in me. There's no life that you can't save. 
Now, I do, I, I sing this song. It's part of my treadmill uh, exercise plan every day. And every day, God shows me somebody out there in the city or in my family uh, who needs God and it looks impossible and things aren't going the way I think they should. But you know what? I declare this, this truth over them. There's no life that you can't save. There's no person in your life who looks hopeless on the outside that God can't reach in. He needs you to intercede for that person. In Hebrews seven twenty five says, He is able to save completely those who draw near to God through Christ. Since... He always lives to make intercession for them. James 4.8 says, draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. And Hebrews 4.16 says, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and may find grace to help in the time of need. He's a very present help in the time of trouble. Our God will never fail. Now that now it's back. Okay, in the light of all this, Lord, I'm going to admonish myself and I'm going to declare among my brethren and we're going to declare it together. Our God, you never fail. Okay, now it goes into the verse. Your light will shine through the darkness. Psalm 119, 105, and 130. I don't think it's on your notes, but Psalm 119, 105, and 130 says, Thy word is a lamp and a light to my path. And the entrance of thy words gives light. Your light will shine through the darkness. Thank you, Lord. And... uh, Psalm 139 says, If I say, surely the darkness will overwhelm me. And that's, that's that state that we can get ourselves into. Surely the darkness, was, it's just going to overwhelm me. And the light around me will be night. I won't be able to see. It'll be lights out. <laughs> but it goes on and says, Even the darkness is not dark to thee, O Lord, and the night is as bright as the day. You know, Lord. And of course, First John one five said God says God God is light, and in Him there is no darkness. Your light will shine through the darkness. Your word will calm every crashing wave. And Psalm one hundred seven twenty eight and twenty nine says. Then they cried to the Lord in their troubles and he brought them out of their distresses and he calmed the storm. Wow. And then my hope, it lies in your promise. Hmm. Which promise do you think it is? Well, it doesn't really matter because the Holy Spirit wants to quicken, make alive a promise That applies to the situation. Maybe it's the promise. I will never leave you. Or forsake you. So quit thinking that way. Or maybe it's the promise. From 1 Corinthians 10.13. God is faithful. God is faithful. And he won't allow you to be tempted. Beyond what you are able. But with the temptation. Will provide The way of escape. The way. He's got a particular way that he wants to help you see and find and go on. He'll provide the way of escape also that you may be able to endure it. And 2 Peter 2.9 says, The Lord knows how to rescue godly ones out of temptations. Okay, and then the the next line of the song says, My faith stands 
on the empty grave. Oh my goodness. That's big. The empty grave is big, you guys. It's really big. And then the bridge starts. Part of the song is called The Bridge. And it says, maybe it's a bridge to really getting him on the scene. I don't know. But it's a bridge anyway in the song. Strong through every trial, faithful through the night. Our God will never fail. It's one of these admonishment to one another and to yourselves. Uh, that's the way it is. Strong through every trial. Uh, Psalm 27.1, the Lord is the strength of my life. And Hebrews 2.18 says, He, Jesus, is able to come to the aid of those who are tempted. Those who are being tempted. Faithful through the night. And 2 Timothy 2.13 there says, If we be faithless, totally without faith, yet he remains faithful. (laughs) And he has faith for us where we don't have faith for ourselves. And of course, 2 Thessalonians 3.3 says, Faithful is he that calls you who will do it. Whenever he calls us to be and to do, it's a promise as well. It's a serious thing. needs to be shouldered. But it's a promise because when he calls us to do and to be, he will do and be in us and through us. It's a promise. And then Hebrews 2.17, a faithful high priest. And then our God will never fail. 2 Peter 2.9, we've already, I think, said along the line, the Lord knows how to deliver his godly ones out of temptation. Our God will never fail. All right, and then anchor through the flood. Hebrews 6.19 says, This hope we have as an anchor of the soul. And our souls need anchoring, man, I'm telling you. The Lord is my rock and my fortress, Psalm 18.2. You keep holding on. Again, we're, pointing, we're speaking this upward to him. When he falls, he shall... This is Psalm 37.24. Listen to this. This is huge. And remember the Olympics and the falls. When he falls, that's us, he, God shall not be hurled headlong. doesn't say he won't fall. doesn't say we won't fall. It says he won't allow us to, be fall, to fall and be hurled headlong. Some of those guys in the Olympics were hurled headlong. Why? Because the Lord is the one who will hold his hand. I love that. It's not me clinging like it's all me. No, it's all him. He's the one who holds my hand when I'm being tempted. And the enemies, this a whole other uh, part of all this, uh, resisting temptation. We don't have time to do this exhaustively, but you've got to identify the lies of the enemy. Because one of the lies of the enemy that comes is, you know, he, he's left you. He's not there. And what you've done is too great and all that kind of stuff. But hey, when you fall, he hasn't left you. He's holding your hand so that you won't go headlong into disaster. The Lord's the one who will hold his hand. I know you'll never fail. Jesus, you'll never fail. Let's go ahead and play that. And hopefully the words will be up here. And we can turn the lights down a wee bit. And we can sing it together now. Some of you might know it. Please sing loud. Some of you don't know it, but it's easy to learn. So we're going to we're going to sing it. Let's see, this is a good spot right here. Yes. A wee bit louder. Everybody hear it, okay? Stand in the path I see 
Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. All right, we're going to look at one more song from that album. We're not going to take uh, much time to go through this one, but uh, it's on the other side of your sheet. And it's such a great, um, it's a great song that, that points us to Him. And it leads to uh, our, our committing our, our hearts and lives to Him. And it, it's, it's a, a great song for the book of Mark that Pastor Dustin is taking us through. And it goes, uh, Friend of Sinners, God's Own Son. Let's read it together because it's pretty basic. Start at the beginning again. Everybody got it? Friends of sin- Friend of Sinners? Okay. Friend of Sinners, God's Own Son, God in Flesh. Among men, you walked my road. Well, we got to stop there. You understand. Remember, that points to Hebrews four fifteen through 16. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are. He's walked our road. He knows it. And he's with us. And he's in us. And he's, his angels are all around us. Oh, man, we got a stacked deck. Okay. And, uh, of course, we're to be a friend of sinners, and Christ in you is the hope of glory. So you are in the world among men like he was in the world among us, and God's wanting you to shine forth with the light. Servant king, friend of me, you saved my soul, you washed my feet. Here I'll bow. Give all to you. Lord, I want to be like you. Ooh. Now we, we enter into, after looking to the Lord, the author and the finisher of our faith, we, we now have a response. Because when we look to the Lord, when, we, when God opens our eyes, then our response is, all I want, all I need is more of you, less of me. Ooh, isn't that good? Take this life, Lord. I've made a mess of it, or I'm in turmoil, or I'm under the load, or whatever, wherever we're at. Take this life. Lord, it's yours. Have my heart. That's what it is. Have it all. I will walk in your ways, love your word, seek your face. Back to the basics. Back to the basics. Basic training. Back to the training. Love your ways. Or walk in your ways. I want to walk in your ways. Love your word. Seek your face. And my reward, my sole pursuit, will be to know you more. To be like you. Oh, and then the crying out. Jesus. Jesus. Remember, call call upon the name. The only name that saves. Jesus. Jesus. All I want is to be like you. Wow. Okay, let's sing that one. Are we ready? We'll gear it up and go for it. Now this is easy, but if you don't know it, don't worry. Just follow the words. Okay. Okay.
I just invite you to just to close your eyes and worship Him in the interludes here. the CD on now. Here I am and we'll conclude with that.
uh, I believe uh, the Lord's working in our hearts right now. He's bringing adjustment. He's bringing hope. He's helping us to see where we've allowed the waters to rise that weren't intended to be there. It's enough to deal with the waters that are there. But when we add to it, it isn't good. And what have, what have we learned this morning? We've learned that God wants us in these times to, of temptation. Our response needs to be a biblical response. It needs to be one where we go back to the basics, to, back to the training. We go back to God, the rock. We go back to his love. We go back to his grace. We go back to the fact that he's holding our hand uh, even though we've fallen. We, we deal with the lies of the enemy. And it, it's something we have to press into. We have to personalize. We have to ask him. And as he shows us himself, as we seek him, you know, at, at the 4.30 in the morning times in, on my pillow, uh, when all this stuff comes and I finally realize, you know, this isn't God. This is really bad. This is the enemy. And this is not profitable. And this is not leading to faith. It's all about doubt. And it's all about all this junk. Finally, I wake up and, and, and I... I start looking into the Word of God in my mind, you know, in my heart, how you do. Start quoting the scriptures. I start, you know, God has a glorious future. God is going to take care of me. God is this and God is that. And you guys let me know when you're ready for the CD to start. Okay. And, uh, you know, as we behold Him, as we come back to what He's done on the cross... Our response is, is one of surrender. Our response is one of mental health. I mean, he brings us to, a, to a, a place in our distress. He meets us and he leads us back into peace. He, uh, our burden, you know, come all you who are heavy laden and weary and I'll give you rest. And I, hopefully I go back to sleep. And hopefully we we get out of that that uh, place, and we face the little waters that are there with faith, and move into uh, where he want, what he wants for us. Okay, last song we're going to do in conclusion is uh, "Here I Am to Worship," and this is the Hillsong's version where they go right into "Call upon the name of the Lord and be saved." Just a simple truth that we've heard again and again now, but it's so true. So let's go ahead and do that one. Light of the world. And this isn't a DVD. You won't see the worship team, but they're up there. Light of the world. down into darkness open my eyes let me see beauty that made this heart adore hope of a life spent with you and here I am to worship here I am
Establish our hearts. Remind us that you are the author and the finisher of our faith. Help us to recover from whatever disappointments, whatever speculations, and all the stuff that's brought us down. And thank you that you haven't let go of our hand. And you're in the process of lifting us up. We love you, Lord. Do it. In Jesus' name, amen.